Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Gabby. Hey, I'm Rob. And this is Dark Origins Podcast, a podcast where I tell Rob about a different piece of art, whether it be a movie, song, TV show, book, etc., and the true story that inspired it. And today I'm going to be telling him about a really tragic case. Um, It is the murder of a man named Gregory Glenn Biggs. Um, And this case actually inspired a bunch of different TV shows um, and a few different movies. I'll list some of them. Um, The TV shows that it inspired include Law & Order, CSI, and 911. And then it also inspired a movie called Stuck, which I'll tell you about towards the end. Um, But there's even more than that. So it definitely has had a big influence within the zeitgeist Ooh, good word thanks <laughs> yeah so i it makes sense that it was referenced a lot in the different tv shows and movies and stuff because it's so weird it's like so twisted and like does it even seem real i i don't know it's so bizarre that this actually happened yeah i think like the prolonged suffering of the victim and the murderers like repeated decision to deny them help and um obviously we'll get into it so you know what we're talking about but um to deny them help is a big reason why it's so talked about um and I also think that part of it at least for me 
is like the fact that this started out as an accident. It didn't start out as a purposeful murder. Um, but then every decision that was made after it is what turned it from accident to murder. So I think like, you know, it's scary to think about like things that are out of our control and how, you know, if you got into a car accident and, you know, God forbid someone died, like that would be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think it's something that like people can relate to that. Like it's hard to relate to, and I'm sorry for our dogs barking in the background. Um, It's hard to relate to like murderers who purposely murder people, but it's easier to relate to someone who accidentally, you know, hit someone with their car. All of the decisions that she made after this, I cannot relate to though. So Yeah, let's dive into this. I know the story, but I don't know the whole deep dive, you know, that you've done. I I I'm, I want to hear the whole story. I only know parts. Okay. So it started on the night of October 25th, 2001 in Fort Worth, Texas. A woman named Shantae Mallard, she was a nurse's aide, was partying with friends. Um, Shantae was smoking weed, drinking alcohol, and taking ecstasy at her friend's apartment before they all headed out to a club around 11 p.m. So so they all got wasted and then went to the club. So she's already driving earlier in the night. Um. N- I don't think so. Um, I don't know for sure, but it sounds like they may have walked to the club. I, I oh. don't think that they drove, but I could be totally wrong. It is possible that they, because I was wondering that too, it's possible that they drove to the club together and then drove back to her friend's house. I just don't know for sure. Okay. Um. So the group continued to drink at the club before leaving around 3 a.m. And Shantae was obviously intoxicated, but um, she chose to drive home from her friend's apartment anyways. She was only a mile from home when she hit Gregory Glenn Biggs, um, sending him flying through her windshield. She stopped her car, got out, and tried to pull his body back through the windshield um, to no avail. So she got back in the car and drove the last mile home with Gregory stuck there. Once she got home, she parked her car in the garage and closed it. She got out. He he's still alive at this point, right? Yes. So she's trying to pull on him while he's like got glass in his stomach or whatever from the windshield. Yeah, he his injuries were terrible. I'll tell you a little bit about them um, a little bit later on. But he had he was very much alive, but he had catastrophic injuries. And her, as a nurse's aide, knew that he needed immediate help. Right, right, right. And that she should not be pulling him out of the windshield because that's incredibly dangerous. You're not even supposed to move a person when after you get in an accident. You're supposed to wait for the paramedics to get there to stabilize them and, you know, get them out safely. And So so you're saying that because of her training, even though she was extremely intoxicated, she should have still known better. Like it should have still been instinctual. Like she made a conscious choice. Well, you would think so. I mean, yeah. I would think so. That's I, what I'm hearing. Like, even, I, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe she wouldn't know because she was so intoxicated. But I, I'm just saying the choices that she makes range from, the, the spans hours to days. So yeah. 
the intoxication is wearing off towards the end and she's still making poor decisions. Yeah, I, I was thinking that, like, she's not trying to pull him out of her windshield because she wants to help him. She's doing it because... She wants to she, leave him there. Yeah, she wants to get away with it. Yeah, she wants to get him out of the windshield and continue on home because obviously driving home, even if it is just a mile away with a person sticking out of your windshield, you might get caught. <sighs> she didn't, obviously. She made it home and she got into her garage and she closed the garage. Um, but yeah, so... The, the last thing you should be thinking about in a situation like that is getting caught. I mean, that's just absurd. Yeah, I know, but it was the only thing she was thinking about. I know, it's awful. Um, So, like I said, once she got into the garage, she parked her car, she closed the garage, um, and she left Gregory there. And like we already talked about, he was still alive. He, She could hear him moaning. And some um, reports said that he was like begging for help and she was just apologizing to him over and over and over, but was not giving him help. I don't know for sure if he was actually like begging for help, if he was that conscious or if he was just moaning in pain, but either way he was alive. Um, so instead of calling the police, she called her best friend, Tidalisi Fry. I believe is how you pronounce it. It might be Tidalisi, but I think it's Tidalisi. Either way, I'm not sure. I I know I've heard that name before. Yeah, probably in regards to this case. Yeah. Um, So that was the friend that she had gone out with earlier in the night, and it was her best friend. Um, So she begged her to come pick her up, and Tidalisi briefly went into the garage and saw Gregory sticking halfway out of the windshield and she yelled at Shantae and told her you need to call the police but Shantae refused so Fry ended up dropping it and they both left to sleep at Fry's house leaving Gregory stuck and alone she's like yo you need to call the cops oh you don't want to okay cool let's go sleep at my place then that's the decision that they made yes oh my god which this is something that I I read in like the court transcripts and court files. It's not something that I saw reported on a lot, like the fact that she called um her friend and then went to stay at her friend's house. So I, I don't know why it wasn't reported on. I, well, it was but, in the transcripts of the court case, though. Yeah. That's so, where the facts are displayed. Yeah, yeah. Um. So there's no way to know how long it took before Gregory bled out, like how many hours he was stuck in the... I'm so sorry, that's our talk again. Thank you, Onyx, for your input. <laughs> um, we don't so, like it either. So, yeah, so there's no way to know how long he was stuck in there bleeding out, but the medical examiner said that it would have taken hours at the oh. very least. Um, Jeez. And like I said before, Shantae was a nurse's aide, so she obviously knew that he was going to die if she didn't get him help. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I'll go into his injuries a little bit further down, but I will say um, his one of his legs was nearly amputated. So it was very clear that he was in need of serious medical attention. There must have been blood everywhere. Yeah. Um. So... 
Instead of getting him help, she chose to let him die a slow and agonizing death. And before I continue to tell you about the murder, I'm going to tell you a bit about the victim, Gregory. Okay. He was a loving father who owned his own bricklaying business. Um, He was self-employed. Unfortunately, he lost his home after he was unable to make his truck payments, which led to his truck being repossessed. And being a bricklayer, Gregory needed his truck to work and make money. So losing his truck meant losing his business, which obviously meant losing his home. And the reason that Gregory missed his truck payments in the first place is because he had loaned his girlfriend money when she was experiencing a financial crisis. And... um. And she never, she wasn't able to pay it back in time. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Gregory was also unable to afford his medications at this point, which he needed because he um, had schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. So So he's overcome all of that. And because of the goodness of his heart, he loans someone money and then is on the street at the worst possible time. Yeah. Yeah. And... At this point, um, you know, without his medications, without his truck, without his house, it was nearly impossible to keep a job, um, you know, as a homeless man with untreated untreated mental illness. But Gregory was trying, like, really fucking hard. And he was um, starting, things were starting to come back together for him. At the time of the accident, um, his mom described him as being on an upswing and getting back to a good life. So he was you know, piecing things together again. He was like close to getting there again. Yeah. After climbing that mountain again. Yeah. So the next day uh, after Gregory had passed away, Shantae reached out to her ex-boyfriend, Cleet Daniel Jackson, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, She asked him for help in disposing of the body and Cleet enlisted the help of his cousin, Herbert Tyrone Cleveland. The trio decided they would wait until it became dark and then they would dump his body at Cobb Park, which was a park in the area. Okay. Um, After this, they destroyed or tried to destroy evidence by setting Shantae's car on fire. And on October 27th, a day and a half after the accident occurred, police were alerted to Gregory's body in the park. They surmised his cause of death was a hit and run based on his injuries, and they knew his body had been moved from one location to another because there was no blood at the scene. Sure. Um, But the problem was that the police had absolutely no leads. They didn't know who hit him. There were no witnesses. Um, All they had was Gregory's body, which gave them some clues as to how he was killed, but told them nothing about who killed him. Um, Okay, well, now I'm interested to see how they got caught. I mean, you got four people involved. Somebody's probably going to spill the beans. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is that how is it? Well, just tell me. <laughs> so the medical examiner noted that, like I said earlier, his left leg had been nearly amputated, which obviously caused an extreme amount of blood loss and... um. The investigation stalled until about four months later, police received a tip. Hmm. So the tip came from a woman who said she overheard Shantae Mallard talking about the situation at a party. The group was apparently talking about who would drive home um, from the party when Shantae jokingly said that she wouldn't be able to drive because she had hit a man and she was laughing about it. What? Yeah. Um... So the lead sounded credible to police officers. So they uh, got a search warrant for Shantae's house and um, in her garage, they found the car that she hit Gregory with, obviously with all the damage still done to it and the windshield was taken out. Um, I thought they tried to burn it. They did. So in her garage, I don't think they tried to burn it in her garage, <laughs> but um, and they said that, they tried to burn it, and to me, it's not totally clear if they tried to burn the whole car or just parts of it, um, because obviously, like I said, the the actual car was found in the garage with the windshield taken out and the damage still there, right. but they found the passenger seat of the car burned in the backyard. Um, oh, so like maybe they took that, yeah, instead of moving the whole car and then trying to stage a place to burn it. And, yeah, okay. Yeah, like they just might have taken pieces out and tried to burn like you know if there's blood all over the passenger seat try to burn that right remind me where did this take place fort worth texas okay so it's like in a big city so okay yeah, yeah. um they also found blood stains all over the concrete floor in her garage and shantae admitted to the murder as soon as they confronted her so yeah i mean she was caught with her hand in the cookie jar. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. So they swiftly arrested Shantae, uh, but they only charged her with failing to stop and render aid at first. So she was released on bond the same day. But after the autopsy results came back, she was charged with murder. Um, and then the two men that helped Shantae took plea deals. And um, in return for getting a... 10-year sentence for um, her ex-boyfriend and a nine-year sentence for his cousin. They both agreed to testify against Shantae. So, yeah. they. What about the other woman? She testified as well, but she was not charged with anything. 
And what? That's, that's why I was saying like it was kind of weird that I didn't see any oh. like I didn't see much reported about it and I didn't ever hear like what how was she not charged with anything at all. I just saw her, you know, testimony. Okay, so do we know what the autopsy said to like make the shift go to murder? Um well obviously like it took a long time for him to bleed out, right? But oh, and the body was moved. Yeah, so I think it right. was the fact that so a big thing that they touched on a lot in the trial was the fact that his injuries, while they were really bad, um, they would not likely, they were not likely to have caused his death if he got immediate help. There's a very good chance that he would have lived. And they even went so far as to um, talk to one of the doctors at the trauma hospital or the trauma um like the trauma unit yeah the trauma unit trauma at the unit. hospital and he said uh to date there had never been any patient with similar injuries who had died like they were really? able to treat them and at that in that trauma unit at least since he wow. had worked there okay so um a big part of you know charging her with murder was the fact that this was something that could have been prevented if she got him help. And also the fact that she drove him in the windshield in her car into her garage and closed the door, which sealed his fate because no one knew that he was injured and dying. If she would have left him on the road, there's a better chance that he would have even though that's still the absolute wrong thing to do. And it's still possible that he could have bled out if no other cars, you know, pass by. In Especially the, that time of night. Right. Um, but the medical examiner did say like, yes, there's a better chance that he would have lived if she would have left him there. But obviously she wasn't able to get him out of the windshield. So, or, or have enough integrity to just call a police officer. Like, yeah, it would really not be cool. It would suck. But you have to call the police. You just have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that's the consequences for driving while intoxicated. Um, or even just dead sober and making a terrible mistake. Yeah, but I think, like, the thing with if you're sober and you make that mistake, that's an accident. Like, right. Unless you were, I don't even know what would make that. I, I'm not sure how that would go, but I feel like it's likely that you wouldn't be charged with anything if you weren't doing anything wrong, if it was genuinely just an accident. Yeah, there there was a, a, a young man that I grew up with that hit someone on the street at night. It was an old person that had bent over. He was not charged with anything. He was dead sober. It was a complete accident. Yeah, yeah. Terrible tragedy. Yeah, but like those things unfortunately happen and yeah. if you weren't doing anything wrong, like what is there to, you know, charge you with? Right. Um, but with this, obviously she knew that she was gonna be in a lot of trouble because she was really intoxicated. Not so as much trouble as she's in now. Right, exactly. <laughs> so she would have definitely 
gotten, I would think, a lot less time if she um, would have just called the police right away. But and a touch of integrity is all she needed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, but a monster. I believe she is going to be eligible for parole in 2027. So it's coming up somewhat soon. They give her 25 years. Um, she was sentenced to 50 years. Um, oh, 50. Yes. But yeah, so like I said, a bunch of different TV shows and movies have been influenced by this. Like, um, Yeah, there's the, a Law and Order that I think you and I watched. I know I saw the 911 episode because I've seen every episode of 911. <laughs> it's a terrible, wonderful show uh, for those of you interested. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love 911. I love Law and Order 911. Um, I've never really seen CSI, but I'm sure I would like it. Um, You've never seen CSI? We have a new, wonderfully terrible television show to watch with like 50 seasons or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But the main um, movie that I feel is like... Yeah, Stuck, right? Stuck? Um, yeah, stuck. 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 Okay, it's the like the biggest film I feel like that is um influenced or inspired by this murder. Uh, it's not the only film, but the biggest. Um, and you guys, let me know if like you want me to go more into detail about the movies. And TV shows that we talk about because I never know like how much information do people really yeah, want to know. She knows very well that I hate spoilers, and we don't want to do that to you guys. So, you know, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like let that, us you know? give us some feedback. Let us know. Um, because yeah, I definitely don't want to like spoil anything for anyone. Um, and like the last, you know, Snowtown murders. The movie is literally like exactly what happens in real life. Um, and I think this one also stays pretty true to um, like the just like the, the facts. facts, the main facts. But obviously they add in a lot of extra drama and relationships that are not actually there in the real story. So it's not like it's not like a dramatized version of the situation like snowtown was but it's very much inspired by and like pulled from the real life events and then added in you know like yeah they needed content to to fill some time yeah right yeah that makes sense and um like the woman is instead of being like a nurse's aide she's like a caregiver so i mean very similar to a nurse's aide right. um and she hits a man with her car. He becomes stuck in the windshield. She goes home. Um, so far, this sounds really familiar. Yeah, and and she was also like drunk and on ecstasy when she hit him. Um, I've I've been on alcohol and ecstasy at the same time, and I cannot believe I driving a car would be very difficult in that state. Yeah. I mean, I I have never done ecstasy, so I would not know. But, You're not um, missing much. But. That was a lie. I would uh, 
imagine that it would be pretty difficult. And the one thing though that I did like her um ex- not explanation, her description of like what happened, I found really like just interesting um because she described like the glass shards just like hitting her and like cutting her skin and wind coming through the windshield still um and I was like whoa like I wonder if all of those feelings were super heightened because she was on ecstasy because obviously like I know what ecstasy does to you and I know that it makes sensory is elevated yeah, yeah yeah so um I just thought it was really interesting how how she described it later on when talking to police and she talked it sounds like she talked about more like how she felt as a like in the moment as opposed to what it was like to look up and see that you are about to hit someone and then hit them and then you stop your car and get out and try to you know get them out of the window you know instead she's focusing on the wind and the glass shards and like you know all of that that might be because of the ecstasy. I don't know. I, yeah, it just seemed like... It would be... It, I think it would feel very surreal. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's how I would ex, ex, explain ecstasy, is everything feels more intense yet surreal. And Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, and uh, so in the movie, um, there are obviously the plot points follow the story but then like the man who's stuck in the windshield he's able to like do things to try to help himself i that wasn't really the case with gregory gregory wasn't able to like move move around and stuff um obviously he was able to make noise but this is you know he wasn't able to like grab things and and honk the the car horn and stuff like that um and then uh spoiler alert for anyone who still wants to watch the movie but um yeah fast forward about 15 20 seconds so this movie the plot points of like nurse's aid slash caregiver woman hits man with car man goes through windshield of car woman drives home with man in the windshield of the car and then woman closes garage door yeah or and then and then woman closes garage door that is all you know very much like on point and pulled from the real but story like, like what the dude doesn't die everything she doesn't go to prison like everything that happens after that is way different the man is able to get himself out of the windshield um and the woman is trying to get her ex-boyfriend to um or i'm sorry her boyfriend they're together in the movie um trying to get her boyfriend to help her like basically kill this guy to like dispose of his body um and the man is able to fight back and he eventually does escape 
Um, and some bad things happened to um, the woman who hit him. He didn't mean for them to happen, but they do. Um, not So not quite like spit on your grave or the last house on the left? Yeah, he did not mean to like get revenge. He was not trying to get revenge. He was literally just trying to get out of the windshield and get the fuck away from these people right. who are trying to kill him so that but, they don't. Oh, I'm you know. so sorry. You have a six inch blade in your eyeball now. Bummer. Well, or that's, whatever. That's happens. not what happens. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So yeah. But yeah, like I said, if you guys want me to like actually go more in depth about the movies and TV shows, like I know some of them I've gone pretty in depth and talked like through the whole plot and then others I have not done that with. Um I just kind of do it based on how how much I I think it adds to, you know, what the information that I'm giving you and telling you. Um, but if you want more of it, then please let me know. If you want less of it, then please let me know. Yeah, just let me know what you want. Listener feedback is always appreciated, and we appreciate everybody who listens to this. Please don't forget, review us, save your episodes, hit that automatic downloads button, all the good stuff, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yes, and I'm sorry, we'll try to not be annoying about that, but it just really, really helps us, so if it is possible... That would be amazing. Okay. It's possible. Thank you. We just don't want to be annoying. Thank you so, so much. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.